Xavier, it's me, Mystique. I hope there's only one thing shorter than my appearance in this film, and it's the taglines. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that was an Oscar-worthy performance. But thank you. Thank <laughs> you. You're welcome. She did not want to be in this movie. Oh, no, no. Oh, of course not. Of course not. It's because it took like seven hours in the makeup chair <laughs> just to look like shit. <laughs> Does my character have the ability to choose between blue or, or white person? Yeah, then I'll choose white person. I'm going to choose white person. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, I got you. There's there's four of them. That's not too bad. That's better than most. Yeah, I know, right? Mo- you know, mo- I've noticed that modern movies have less taglines than, like, 80s films where it's like, you're like, I've got 26. That 90s, I feel like, was the, oh, yeah. where that peak was. Yeah, it's too like, many. Say as much as, put as many as you want. But at the same time, when we're talking about taglines, we're also, you know, we're in that realm of character posters by that time, too. Oh, Jesus you know? And they Christ. all had their own phrase. And Come stuff. on and slam! <laughs> and welcome to the jam! We'll get there. <laughs> um, So, I have... A phoenix will rise. The X-Men will fall. Boo. <laughs> Sounds like every X-Men poster. <laughs> yeah. You can literally put that on every... Yeah. Se- the Nazis will rise. Xavier will fall. <laughs> yeah. Right? The, from the last movie. The apocalypse will rise. The X-Men will fall. Peter Dinklage won't rise. <laughs> the X-Men will fall. <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> Every hero has a dark side. Okay, DC. <laughs> I, do they? No. I mean, I've seen Captain America. That fool, that is just pure blood. <laughs> yeah, that guy's just good all around. I know. And these right? are still like Mary Sue's throughout. Right. <laughs> uh, the Phoenix will rise. No, 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 no. This is Dark Phoenix, not Harry Potter. <laughs> The X-Men's final battle will be their greatest. Thank God. (laughs) But this movie doesn't lend itself to thinking it's their last one. No, they're just talking about the fact that when their final battle happens, eventually, in the MCU, it'll be their greatest. It has nothing to do with this movie. It hasn't happened yet, and it won't happen with New Mutants. No, (laughs) it definitely won't. Not after this. A budget of $200 million, an opening weekend USA gross of $32.8 million, and a total USA gross of $65.8 million. A cumulative worldwide gross of $252.4 million with telekinesis. Head-on collision deaths, mind reading, teleportation, super speed, laser eyes, shape shifting, blue people, weather making, razzle dazzle powers, alien gut touch deaths, fence impalements, magnetic metal manipulation, dreadlock whips, electrocution, mini gun deaths, trains running over people, wrist breakings, train crushings, impalements, people turning into dust, and at least 20 deaths. With a 5.8 on IMDb, a 43 Metacritic score, and a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 2019's Dark Phoenix. Let's drop some bombs. Lovely cool 
rather blind, those dirty sons of bitches. And by the way, the women are always saving the men around here. You might want to think about changing the name to ex-women. I'm your devil. <laughs> I'm here to do devil's business. I can't talk too long. I gotta poo. This is not gonna work, you know, because I'm a Capricorn and you're fucking nuts. Because they're vampire girls. The only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me inside the studio, as always, is everyone's least favorite X-Men, Fart Boy. <laughs> what are you, Howard Stern? I know. As I said, I was like, that's Howard Stern. But it's me, Tyler Rowe. <laughs> also known as Fart Boy. Also known as Fart Boy. There's a kid in this movie that I can only assume has frog powers, and that must suck. Is that the kid with, like, the veins? Yeah. <laughs> I just looked at him and I was like, frog kid. I don't even know what he does. Aw. <laughs> He's like, that's not my powers at all. Please stop calling me donkey brain. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Ooh. Oof. In the continuing trend of 2019 films that were bad, they just keep getting worse. Yep. They do. They do. So, in order to make it a little fun... Make sure people are caught up. We're going to do what we did for Avengers. Previously on this version of X-Men. That's right, folks. We're going to go through. We're going to have... What was it? Was it uh, 30 seconds? Yeah. 30 seconds to explain the previous film. Are we going to do like the each of us thing? Sure. Oh, sick. Right? Okay. And, and why is it so sick? I've only ever seen most of these movies on FX. Oh, sweet. <laughs> in the break room at work. Okay. Okay. Right. I'll do the first one. <laughs> You'll do the first one? Yes. Okay. So, first up. All right. X-Men First Class. No, that's not it. X. Yes, Just it X-Men 2000. Oh, what? They're all in the same timeline, sir. It's important. To my argument later. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. All right. X-Men, the first one. <laughs> what if it's called that? <laughs> They're like, we know it'll have, have more. Okay, ready? And go. So the first X-Men, all you need to remember is that Wolverine is in this movie and Charles Xavier, and they fight a bad guy, and I can't remember, but the bad guy all along was Brian Singer. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> It's been so long since I've watched that movie. Uh-huh. I think I watched it in 2000, so I would have been seven. Okay, okay. We'll just stop the music. <laughs> okay, so basically what, I've, what I remember from the first one is that Magneto wants to mutate people who aren't mutants by using this machine, but it makes you like gooey, like the senator um, yeah. was, I right? Can't re- I can't believe I genuinely forgot that Magneto's the bad guy because these ones make it so weird. Right, right. And and so, like, yeah, he wants to mutate people and he can't do it. Like, he, it, he, to power the machine, he has to use his metal powers, but it drains him and almost kills him, so he decides he's going to use Rogue, who can steal people's powers, right? And so the rest of the X-Men in that movie are Jean Grey, Cyclops, Storm and Wolverine. 
But would you believe it? There's other characters in this movie besides Wolverine. I know. Holy shit! Is this movie just like the first three X Men? The the Singer verse mm-hmm. is just three Wolverine movies. Yeah, yeah. True. It's true. He's the only one that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to you want to get me? Yeah. Here you okay. go. You got thirty seconds. Okay. This is X two. That's right. Starting now. Okay. X2, X-Men United. That's when the Brotherhood of Mutants and the X-Men join up because they got to stop Stryker, a guy who has been sabotaging people or the mutants and mind-controlling them. And he sent, like, Nightcrawler to assassinate the president in one of the sickest scenes you've ever seen in an X-Men movie. And also, uh, they stop Stryker, and then Wolverine learns that Stryker also made him, like the Animanium Claws and everything. And by the end of it, Jean Grey dies trying to save everybody Duh. from a war. That's pretty good. Yeah. I just realized everything I thought was X3 was X2. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and and so you were like, this is a good one. This is the best one. Yeah. This is a really good one. Honestly, this is probably the only good X-Men movie besides Logan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, damn. Okay, Days of Futures Past. Yeah. And so X, uh, First Class. Uh, first Class is too. pretty solid, yeah, but yeah, yeah. this is the best one. Okay. Okay, ready? X3. I think uh, I remember. Oh, it. shit. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> okay. And three, two, one, go. All right. So the government is trying to commit genocide on the, on the mutants, and then they fight on the Golden Gate Bridge, and there's a guy with wings, and Magneto's there, and Jean Grey dies again. <laughs> but she's gonna go bad, and then Wolverine's like, my love could stop it. And then he kind of like melts a bit, and he grabs her, and she's like, I'm not bad anymore. <laughs> not really. <laughs> I mean, and Magneto shows his penis. Bitch. <laughs> Uh, the bits and pieces. Did I get any of it right? Yeah, you got that they fight on the Golden Gate Bridge, right? I remember that because I was little and I was like, yeah, that's where I live. Angel dude, you got right. Because he jumps out of a building. Right. <laughs> um, The government is involved, but it's because the government introduces a like a serum that can stop the mutation part of in your bloodstream. Yeah. So you just become a normal person, right? So it's basically... Some X-Men are choosing to do it. Some X-Men are choosing to not. But Magneto straight up is like, no, fuck this. Like, because they can use it against us. Like, they can. Oh, yeah. Because they start, like, shooting people. Yeah. And basically, if you get it, it's the cure. It's not like it's a, like, you pass out and you just, you're done. Oh, the cure. Yeah. Boys, don't <laughs> cry. <laughs> uh, so that should be a movie in itself, but it's also combined with with the whole Dark Phoenix saga the first time. Yeah. <laughs> so Jean Grey comes back as Dark Phoenix, and Magneto teams That's up right. with That's right. She her. does die, right? Yeah. Okay, I was right Wolverine, on that. Yeah, because he's like slowly trying to get to her, and he's like fading away. He's he's Infinity War dusting. Yes. Right. He's like, I love you so much. Don't put me in a creepy house and kill me <laughs> for my money. <laughs> Because she's played by Famke Jensen. That's right. Which is an odd miscasting. Which you could probably say for 90% of the cast in the Singerverse. That's true. That's true. But not my boy Nightcrawler. Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's also one of I dressed up as Nightcrawler one year as Halloween. You just painted yourself blue? Yeah. (laughs) But I did the, like, Your boy Mystique. (laughs) 
I did the – all I did – I didn't have a tail though. I didn't have a tail. <laughs> then you're just a blue person. No, because I – Blue man group asshole. Nah, I had the ears though. Let's talk about that cast really quick and the miscasting. Okay. Who are the – who do you consider to be the worst cast people in the Singerverse? In the Singerverse? Um – Honestly, everyone mm-hmm. except for Hugh Jackman. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, uh, Marsden is awful as Cyclops, terrible Cyclops, right? Everybody, everybody, you know, everyone... is always a terrible yeah. Cyclops. It's because it's like, guy, have to wear this fucking mask. <laughs> yeah, man, you just look hella dumb. Like, can you imagine sleeping with that dude? <laughs> just he always has to wear you that right in the face. Well, that's the thing. Is like even in this movie, he's not wearing like ruby red sunglasses or something like in the '90s cartoon. He's just like, I am a cyclops. What if he blew a hole through your head in this in your <laughs> sleep? <laughs> like he sneezed just... and a laser came out. I <laughs> 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 uh, killed another one. It's like, all right, <laughs> grab the shovels. He just approaches another girl. Would you like to go on a date? Uh, uh-uh, uh, no. My powers actually, I can morph my head hole back to my face. <laughs> oh, thank God! A match made in heaven. A liquid metal person. Um, yeah, he he's not great. I also think Storm's casting Halle has Berry? never been good. No, they've never really captured Storm. No, because Storm Storm has always been like rugged and powerful, and Halle Berry, I don't think in that. That she's time. so frame. Yeah, it just yeah. Cause, well, because that's like that's like. I mean, she's always been super hot, but sex symbol. Yeah, you know, uh, a good, our good friend Joe and I were talking about this earlier. That like they've never done Storm right, and they've never done Gambit right. Oh no, and they never will. <laughs> because Cam- Gambit's a very out there character. Well, it, maybe I mean, they Channing pr- they Tatum will eventually will. get his. They probably his will day. in the MCU. Yeah, but um, okay, so um. Other bad castings in that, I I don't I, good casting. Uh, Ray Park as Toad, man. Yeah, hell yeah, because like he's just flipping around doing shit. He even like spins a staff like he's Darth Maul in that movie. And the Juggernaut bitch guy. No, that's the said. worst. <laughs> well, because it's just like, why that dude? Like, I don't call the Rock up. Call any wrestler. Like, not that dude. Not well. Okay, so then also a great <laughs> one is obviously Charles Xavier and Magneto. It was like they were born to play. Yep. Those yep. Roles. Absolutely. So much so that I can't watch these two that much at all. I do like these two though, but it is confusing. Yeah. So then let's okay. get to All right, next one. <laughs> We're not talking like are we talking origins as well? I, I want to. Oh fuck Cause it's there. Is it me now? Why not? Oh, it's, it's fun. you. It's me. Okay. Well, you know, I just oh. did 3. You just did 3. Yeah, I got this. You All right. Bastard. What? You want this one? Wait, which one came first? Wolverine or X-Men Origins Wolverine? Wait. wait. Oh, the Wolverine, you mean? That came next. That's next. You can have that one. No, I'll do this one, because this is the one I remember the most. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. We can do that. That's right. fine. And one, two, three, go. X-Men Origins Wolverine, one of the worst films ever made. We'll do it. Um, They get Logan pretty correct, but they fuck everything up else up. Uh, Will I Am is in it. Why? And also... Deadpool, but he's not Deadpool. He's the bad guy at the end. They fight whole movie inconsequential. Yeah. Um, I think you left out that uh, they established that uh, Sabretooth is his brother. Yes. That they've been around at least since the Revolutionary War. They have lived forever. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them. Right? And they fought on the bad side. <laughs> they fought and, on the good side. And in uh, in the wildest piece of like trivia about how it all came to be, 
is that you did not mention that Ryan Reynolds himself played this would-be Deadpool. Yes, he plays Wade Wilson. That's wild. And he's he was so stoked, and then they're like, nah. We're going to sew your mouth shut. Yeah. They did! Like, the final character at the end of the movie, is his mouth showed up, but he has scars in the shape of, of the, the mask. It's so stupid. But, like, also... Right? And then he's like Baraka from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but also, <laughs> Will I Am, dog. Yeah. And Gambit's in that one. Gambit is in that one. Yeah. They don't get it right. Nope. <laughs> All right. You're next. You're up, because I never saw this one ever, period. I don't even know anything okay. about it. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I'm going to get this one wrong, but... Good. Ready when you are. Ready, steady, aim fire okay so after the events of the last movie uh wolverine goes to japan he's just living out like a a calm life and then out of nowhere like he just gets mixed up in like the mafia and things that are going on in japan uh and there's this guy who wants to use his adamantium against him or something he has to fight a silver the silver samurai by the end of it like a guy made out of full adamantium and it's all inconsequential and it doesn't matter either, except for the fact that uh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Except for the fact that, uh, at the end of the movie, when he comes back from Japan, uh, Charles Xavier <clears throat> and Ian McKellen both like stop time and are like, Hey, yo, we need your help. And that's, in, that's referencing days of future past. Damn. We don't need to talk about Logan cause that's not in this. No, that's after. And this, and it's good. That's so. fine. All right. So, so now days of future past. Nope. First class. First class, I mean. Yep. Okay. okay. So now, this is like a prequel, guys. Yeah, it's it kind of. Ready? You got this one, right? I think so. Okay. Here we go. And three, two, one, go. All right. So first class, there's a bunch of young mutants, and there's also Xavier, and he can walk. And then Magneto is in the Holocaust, and he gets saved. And then they fight the government? Because the government's bad, and then, like, that's the bad guys. But then the real big takeaway is Xavier gets hit in the back with a bullet, and now he can't walk. And then him and Magneto are friends? They're not friends, because he did it. Oh, yeah, he they're not friends, but they kind of are. But then he starts the right. school. And time. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah, pretty much. I, and there's this fucker the, who screams. It's not... <laughs> yeah. Siren or something. Banshee. Banshee. Yeah, he screams and he can fly above the water. So dumb. Yeah, that part's dumb. It is the government, also, right? Also, Kevin Bacon is actually the enemy. That's right, and he right. was a Nazi, too. <laughs> something. He's a, he's a, no, he has a red devil. Basically, it's like Nightcrawler, but red. Yeah. Remember? And then he's Sebastian Shaw, and he's something else, too. I only have I ever seen... This movie and the next two yeah. by pieces on FX. So it's not it's not actually the government as much as like they're just in the middle of the Cuban Missile Crisis. That's right. This movie, this next series of films is mad, like historically political. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's that one. Right? Yes. Now the good one. It's my turn. Yeah. Days of Future Past. Okay. okay. Ready. Yep. Steady. Go. So in the future, like way in the future, all the X-Men have been hunted down by these uh, robots called Sentinels. And and uh, basically they're like, yo, Wolverine, you're the only one that can like go through past and heal yourself like, and like not die through the process. So we're going to send you back in time to try to stop the guy who created Sentinels, which is uh, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> 
right? In a weird miscasting. Um, and then, uh, basically he goes back in time. That's it. I know. There's so <laughs> much in that movie. Remember when I was like, the only important X-Man is Wolverine? Yep. This movie's like, yeah, we remember. Yeah, we forgot, <laughs> right? And so, yeah, he goes back in time to the 70s now, right? And, uh, Professor X is like, fuck you. I've like, eat this pill and now I can walk again because that's what this actor wants to do in this movie I feel like right it was so dumb you're just like what he's like yeah I eat this pill and then halfway through he's like I don't take that pill no more I'm okay with rolling around this is Viagra makes my bones hard (laughs) (laughs) and um so yeah he they stop that from happening Magneto actually um drops a baseball stadium in the middle of the White House lawn in front of Nixon um, shit where it's just like, dude, you can't recover from that. Like, you're on the run forever. Well, okay, you, know? you just brought up an interesting point about Dark Phoenix that we're going to get to. Right, and that's why I'm going through this, yeah. because I'm I'm dropping little things for you here and there, too. <laughs> All right, ready? Okay. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, by the end of it, this is, and this is important, is by the end of this movie, Wolverine then wakes up in basically the X, like, uh prior or maybe after the events of last stand if last stand didn't happen right gene gray's alive she's not the phoenix x3 by the way right um he sees everybody's at school teaching he also sees a beast uh, which is played by uh uh What's his face? Kelsey Grammer. Oh, Jesus Christ. That That's right. Right? So, like, basically, they're being like, what if part three didn't happen and they kept going, right? So, basically, the, the that's how they're saying that the two casts merged because they're actually the same universe. And Wolverine fixed it, and he, now he's, like, everything's good. So fucking right? dumb. So that's important for what is now coming next. Okay. So, Well, next, next. Right. Because talk about inconsequential. This next one. Which, this, this, this one should have been, if done right, should have been your finale. Alright, ready? Yeah. I'm going, I'm gonna go. Okay. And, go. Alright, this one's called Apocalypse, and it's about a bad guy named Apocalypse, and he's been around forever, and he's gonna bring the end of the world, and the X-Men gotta stop him, and he's played by Oscar Isaac. There's also Psylocke, who is played by Olivia Munn, and someone else is in the movie too, but I can't remember. But anyway, he's gonna stop, he's gonna end the world, and they're like, no, and he's like, I'm gonna make a new world for mutants, and a bunch of them are like, that'd be cool, and then they're like, no, and then they stop him, and then it's pretty all inconsequential. Yeah, yeah. Um, was that pretty on par? Yep. Because I want to tell you something. What? I've never seen that movie I ever, mean, yeah. and I've never read anything about it's it. It's not. It's not. You're not too far off. It's just. It's really shitty. Basically, Apocalypse absorbs the powers of the people he thinks are most, you know, important to his like world's conquest. Oh wait, you mean spoiler alert? This next movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dog, fuck the X Men. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> it's the same thing all the time, man. And now here we are. We have 30 seconds to talk about Dark Phoenix (laughs) and this this episode. Okay, so we're finally getting into it, guys. 23 minutes in, but that's okay. That's okay. Because why other things that we failed to mention and that this movie even fails to cover? Because something that you asked me as you were watching the film was like, yo, like – is this connected to the rest? Because it all seems like they don't even want to mention it. Yeah, okay, and that's the thing I was talking about is is you mentioned the Days of Future Past mm-hmm. stuff, and we talked about Apocalypse. You know, and it, it, 
I think we talked about this briefly. It's or maybe Carly and I talked about this briefly. Is that there's one thing that like, and I'm not saying all films need to follow the the Marvel formula because it's frankly it's boring as fuck. But like, um, one thing the Marvel movies do really well is throughout all of them, there's a through line of the events that have happened, and they talk about them as if they were real events in the universe. Right, because it affects everybody involved. These movies are straight up just like. Do you remember that last movie? Right. Well, we didn't. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things where like they just they're sitting there and they're like, "You know what? If you do remember it, great. If you don't, it doesn't matter." And and that's a big problem because if if you're somebody who's like, "You know what? I've seen all how many did we just go off on? Like seven, seven eight, of, eight them, of them, you know? Yeah. Like uh, I'm still supposed to be invested and it just feels like this last movie is just like you know what you know that we're selling this right yeah that's what it feels like this that's what it feels like this movie never once gives a shit about the no. previous films it doesn't even no. it doesn't even make a reference that's what it feels so disjointed in its story um but yeah, let's let's just get into well, it. And another thing I didn't mention that is actually important to bring up is and it's established in Days of Future Past and then um it should it carries over to Apocalypse and then not at all in this. And it's that Quicksilver is referenced to be Magneto's son. Fast Boy? Yeah, Fast Boy. Mm. <laughs> He's referenced to be Magneto's son in Days of Future Past, right? And then in Apocalypse there's this whole like, will he tell him or won't he? Right. And then this one is just like, he, cause he never does by the end of that movie. Right. And this one is just like, who cares? You've heard of a two pump chump, but how quick you got a nut to make a quick kid. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you so, got that metal seam. Metal. Oh my God. Like <laughs> hand caught. Like liquid metal. <laughs> like a Terminator? Yeah. It's a poly alloy. <laughs> That's just the sound of the pumping. <laughs> if I don't keep the rhythm, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Fassbender. Sorry, old chap. <laughs> Puppy cock. Don't. Damn it. So, uh, this movie begins <laughs> in the past. 26 minutes in. You know, it's funny because, like, not to, not to be like, yeah, we're padding this, but do you know what this movie doesn't have? A second act. <laughs> Oh yeah, fair. This yeah. movie again, its, it's second it's, act is the deaths. Spoiler alert. This movie <laughs> suffers from Hellboy syndrome. Yeah, which is like it's boring, it's yeah. quick, mm -hmm. and it still feels so long. Yeah. So immediately, what I wanted to point out is that this is supposed to be 1992. Now, well, number one, um, nobody seems to age. No, at all. How is it 1963 and Beast looks like? It's the same. Like, oh, fuck. These people are supposed to be 30 years older? Dude. Dude. These people are supposed to be in their 40s? Well, I mean, 63, maybe 69. It's whatever Still, the Cuban Missile Crisis. These people know. should be in their, like, 40s. Yeah, dog. Yeah. That means that by the time X happens, they should be in their 50s. Yes. None of it makes any sense. Fuck this movie. <laughs> I'm done. Yep. There you go. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Brian Singer got an Oscar. Right? Yeah. 
Um, so this movie was written and directed by Simon Kinberg, who was a first time director for the shows. Um, uh, but he was actually the screenwriter of everything all the way to, uh, uh, from, oh, the Martian last stand. He did last stand all the way up to here when it comes to X-Men. So he's written all the way since last stand. So yeah, he, he also produced Fan four stick. Yeah. So, well, how do we really feel about that? Uh, fan four stick. Yes, I, fa- I feel um not good. Forable. <laughs> <laughs> you struggled that hard for that. <laughs> oh, did you have anything better? Oh, he's actually written some good stuff, which is on. Oh, never mind. He wrote Triple X State of the Union. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so something... it's it's 1992. No, not yet though. It's not 1975. Sorry. Oh yes, yeah. that's right. But uh... Uh, I do something. I do want to say in every single one of these X Men that I really liked that Fox used to do was the 20th Century fo- fan Fox fanfare would come on right, and the X and the X would always be yeah. still there, right? And if it was. A Brian Singer one, right? That had the X Men um kind of twirl to it, right? Yeah, like we're basically the that old na 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 that one, and then also insert Brian Singer joke here. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why fuck Brian Singer? <laughs> I know. I'm just I'm, no. I know. I'm talking about the score. I know I'm, it would play like the '90s television yeah, show themes, n- not the '90s one. No, just the 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 ones from the theatrical releases. Oh, yes. of the Singer ones. You're right? right. It's the same composer. Right. So it it'll always be like right, and then it'd be like right, like to end it, and you'd be like, oh hell yeah. Like, like every time, hell yeah! I should have gone and seen Rise of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> You're like, oh hell yeah! I'm about to watch the opening credits of Fight Club. Can you imagine that was every single Brian Singer X Men was just like watching the same, like going through the brain of Fight Club. Oh yeah! <laughs> bow bow wow wow. Do you know what's hella funny about like the the state of uh like superhero movies at the point that the first x-men came out what's that it's like we look back and we're like yeah they're not good but they were like the best at the time right (laughs) that's because only shit was coming out also because people were saying that it was um like a correlation to like uh, uh homosexuality as well yeah especially with singer at the helm at that point too yeah so they were like, oh, it's mighty progressive of you, X-Men. Mighty progressive, X-Men. I really wish that somebody would turn some of these senators into jelly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 1975. Yep. And oh, this movie needs to remind you that she's a super ginger because both parents are also gingers. Yeah. Thank <laughs> God we don't have to spend much time with them <laughs> because – uh, she uses her powers. Does she make her mom fall asleep? She says silence, <laughs> and her mom's like, "All right, that means sleep, right?" <laughs> and then she drives in oncoming traffic, and the parents die. Yeah, dude. And you know what? I I really have to say is that this movie I couldn't care less. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> this movie did a a disrespect to that fruit fruit truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even show them in the wide shot. They're like, yes, by the way, both your parents died. What about the fruit truck driver? 
He died. <laughs> you killed him more than anyone else, honestly. That's what you do with your gift. Yeah. <laughs> so then she's gaslighted by uh, Charles Xavier in a hospital. <laughs> okay, but okay. So like, what happens when when basically like the hospital runs into a kid? Who, they're just like, holy shit! Call Charles Xavier. Do you just immediately like call the X Men? No, he just shows up. He's like, hey, I'm a bald guy. Give me this child. He's not even bald though. Oh yeah, I fucking hate him with hair. Okay, so this is a question that <laughs> I, I can have. only imagine James McAvoy bald now because of this and Split. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, darling. I love Split. <laughs> that's the sad. That's the thing about this movie that makes me so upset is that you have good people working in it. Yes, yes. It's the same thing yes. as Hellboy. Yeah, I know. Ladies and gentlemen listening, would you believe it that The Fanatic is the best film we've watched this month? <laughs> and I think it will be. Because yes. I've seen the other one now, too. Uh, um, so, yeah, no, it's just, okay, is, 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 is Professor X with hair a thing in the comics at all? Anybody listening, please let me know. Correct me if it is, because if it's not and it's just a stupid aesthetic choice for these movies, then it's awful. How else are they going to make him young? Right. Right? And I'm just and like... he doesn't lose his hair from old age either, so no, I'm kind of confused. No, man. He, he, when he looks like the Professor X that you're supposed to know, bald, right? It looks more like a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's he has, like, bald balls? Damn. Do you think that all that hair fell out? Oh, yeah. He probably just mentally lets it fall out. Or do you think he could grow a wicked beard? Like, down there? No. <laughs> <laughs> like on a his, goat. On his face. Like, like a goat. Yeah. How cool would Professor X look with a mustache and a beard? Oh. <laughs> Bullet. <laughs> Puppy cock. Um, yeah, so he tells Jean Grey that she has a gift and... She's like, fuck you, weirdo. And he says, well, here, I'm going to give you this pen. Now, you could use this pen to poke somebody's eye out. And if you told a kid that, she'd be like, I'll poke someone's eye out. <laughs> I do like this scene. I do. But I it's do. Just, it's a cool speech basically being like, you know, you, what you choose to do with your gift. This pen's a gift and, you know, you could stab somebody's eyes out. Like or you, you could said. draw a nice picture. Right. And she's like, all right, strange man, take me to your mansion. Okay, yeah. Okay, so because th that's the part where I'm like. You're just like, all right, I'm going to leave with this child hospital. Right. And, well, just he pulls up to the mansion. Right, and he's like, "What do you think?" And she's like, "Um, I think it's a weird giant fucking castle. That's we that's weird." Also, I don't know how far you've driven me now, but I <laughs> feel like I can't say no. <laughs> Can Odd Job take me back? <laughs> Can the <laughs> Can the Oh, I forgot what they're called. Oh no, the Kingsmen take me back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can other movie with similar castle take me back? <laughs> Can Blue Eggsy take me? Can the family from Ready or Not take me back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it. you just look at it and you're like, there should be somebody playing out front. Like, it's hella creepy. Where she like the first one? Dog, one of my things is like, I hate when someone tries to make you feel better by showing you other people who are like worse off or just the same. Because I'd be at there and he'd be like, look. And you'd see a bunch of people. I'd be like, I don't want to leave in this house of freaks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. My power only really happens when I want it to. That kid's a frog. <laughs> <laughs> 
damn. <laughs> Fuck you, frog kid. <laughs> You're the bully in an ex school. I would be. What would your power be? Being a bully. Fart boy. <laughs> My power is I can make other people fart. <laughs> How does that, like, how, how do you plan to get onto the X-Men then? I can transfer my farts <laughs> to ooh, Apocalypse. Other people. Oh. In, in an, <laughs> oh, my tummy. And it embarrasses them. <laughs> That's how I staged the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> he was anti mutant. Oh, no. And he's like, I think that the mutant. <laughs> and no one would take him seriously. <laughs> What the fuck? What is this bit? I don't know. <laughs> uh, fart boy on the X-Men that stops the Cuban Missile Crisis because of flatulence embarrassment. Castro's like, fire those. <laughs> like, that's not what we're here for. Because <laughs> it's going to be a warm war. <laughs> that's weird. You're telling me frog boy is more useful? No, I mean, because exactly. he probably emits some sort of gaseous thing from his, like, his jowls or something. I don't know. <laughs> this is your power. And my powers can only come when I have flatulence. <laughs> I got a strictly bean diet. Just milk. <laughs> <laughs> milk was a bad choice for you. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> we're, we're at the credit sequence. <laughs> So, obviously, she sticks around. Is it 1992 now? Okay, yeah, pretty much. It was a good year because I wasn't born yet. Damn. <laughs> um, so, like I said, these movies really like to inject real-world historical drama it into them. it's annoying. It's really annoying. Because, listen, here's the problem. I mean, this isn't Challenger, if you're thinking that's what this I is. I almost thought it was. Okay. I was okay. like, the X-Men didn't stop the Challenger explosion? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, obviously, this is the Endeavor. It's 1992, blah, blah, blah. The problem with in injecting real-world drama into your superhero movie is all it makes me do is go, huh, okay. Okay, so... So did the X-Men try to stop 9-11, or did they let it happen? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'll, listen. Well, they'd be hella old by then. <laughs> That's what cut they'd the be, steel beams. They'd be it in was, their 50s. It, it was Wolverine. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you... Hell yeah, that's a good joke. <laughs> but I'm saying, it's like, that's the thing. Snickety snap, snip snap. If these people existed in real like situations then they should be able to stop Dude, real situations it's the same thing is like like where i was like that's hella cool but it also brought up too many questions it's like by uh transformers 5 they were like yeah bumblebee killed fucking nazis and i was like <laughs> okay right but then you're just like so why didn't Bumblebee just straight up be like, yo, I'm Hitler's car now, right? And then just, like, transform with him inside of him. He's like, oh, my... Do you think the scariest part about Bumblebee fighting the Nazis was that he was a car from 50 years later? <laughs> oh, you, you're you saying he didn't? No. He's, he's a Dodge Rumblebee, but from 50 years ago? <laughs> No, he's like the new because they need the newest car in yeah. the movie. It's like, sorry, has to be at the 2020 Dodge Cap like Chevrolet. He's like Dodge Chevrolet, I, whatever. <laughs> so, um, the Endeavor takes off and it has some problems. 
Um, so then the X-Men present us with a problem that has no consequences whatsoever. They're basically like, we got a call on the X-Phone. The fucking (laughs) X-Phone. So they're like, it's just a phone. It has no rotary, no push buttons, just a giant X where those buttons should be next to the president's red phone. Oh, I I didn't even see that. I was just joking. Oh, no? No, (laughs) No, I was genuinely just joking. Oh, no, dude, it's there. They have an X-Phone. Yes. So basically, on the president's desk in a few years when clinton becomes president it'll be the sex phone <laughs> right and and as this is happening guys we forgot to like remind you that this movie is not i i was mentioning scores but i didn't say who does this one guess who does it guys michael giacchino no oh. <laughs> hans zimmer not the blah. This is more of the um the pirates. The or or uh Steven Jablonski also does this in Transformers a lot. Is that that just like like staccato just same on like this is the venture? This movie really does do that. Yeah. So here's my other thing is like you know. Um, there's a lot of tragedies happening around the world, and the best use for the X-Men is to help some astronauts. Yeah. I so, mean, they could have at least been helping, like, Detective Frank Drebin by now. He was beating up a bunch of guys in a cave. <laughs> they could have helped with, like, the genocide in Rwanda. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, that's what the problem is with injecting real-world problems. Is It's like, okay, so the, this warrants the X-Men's help? Well, I mean, cause like, like you said, like other, or like I said, other movies have done it weirdly and uh, other movies have, so within that same Transformers franchise, uh, by part three, they were like, yeah, all the Autobots are now helping people over in Afghanistan be liberated. And I'm like, uh, that makes sense to me. Okay. Right? <laughs> and then, <laughs> uh, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, using them, uh, kind of not how you should be. <laughs> yeah. So basically, th- this is what I was saying about a problem presented. They say, oh, the X plane can't, it's built for velocity, not altitude. Whatever. We're in space. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just like, um, Mystique is, 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 is this gonna be okay? She's like, yeah, it's yeah, definitely, right definitely gonna be okay, right? And she's like, um, I can read your mind. And she's like, I, I don't have to read your mind to let you know that, like, I, I feel like something's fucked up here. And she was like, yeah, but if anything's fucked up, we'll turn around and go home. I'm like, or explode. <laughs> <laughs> On reentry. <laughs> yeah, anything. Like, cause you're, they're, um, you're just driving a modified SR-71 into space. Yeah, you're like, space, like, space plane. Yeah, okay. It's like when in airplane two when they're gonna fly to the sun. Hell yeah. But it's at night. <laughs> yeah. So here's, here's the problem. A lot of problems arise from this scene. First off, um, all these astronauts are dead. Without a doubt. With oh. the way that this ship is spinning, like that woman attached to that helicopter that got rescued a few months ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, they're dead. Did um, she die? No, but her brain got scrambled. Damn. She got donkey brain now. Oh, stop. <laughs> Damn. Um, okay, yeah, so, okay, there's numerous problems with this. So, And then there's also numerous problems that are presented with people's powers later on in this, too. Because Nightcrawler says, I, they're like, Boof in there, Nightcrawler. And he's like, I can't boof. I can't see in the windows. <laughs> I'm saying boof. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, um, get in the gunner seats. 
Cyclops. Um, the last person that should be anywhere near <laughs> this scene is Cyclops. Because he's going to sneeze they're and like, blast a hole in the airlock. They're like, hey, Cyclops, what if you just shot a laser beam at this rotating space shuttle? Yeah, and of course he manages to hit the thruster and slow it, and then what's-his-butt can boof in there. Yeah, but why don't they just use Gene to slow it down? Yo, by the way, Quicksilver's, like, only in this scene. <laughs> Uh, he no, shows no. up once more. Yeah, once but more. that's it. Yeah. So because nobody, everybody checked out, man. Nobody wanted to be there. They were like, "All right." As if that guy's got anything else to do, though. Yeah, he's, he's got like, another season of American Horror Story to fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So he's like, "All right, Nightcrawler, boof in there with Quicksilver. Grab everyone." Right. They boof in. Okay, first off, they boof in there, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they is. No, the next one. They boof in there and they, they go bamf in there. They go, oh, there's a problem. Our captain. And I would have been, and Xavier's the same. He's like, sorry, we got most everyone. We can't. And it's like, yeah, dude. Well, no, well, they go in there. They grab everybody that was in the cockpit. Then they go back to their ship. Remember when the Quicksilver sequence was cool the first time? Yeah. What if it was the third time? And this time, not a cool song. Yeah. And no one Well, there's cares. no song. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it wasn't even really good the second time. No. So they're like, the first time. all right, um, our captain's still in there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, whatever, leave him to die. We got most everyone. And they're like, no, we have to get him. Well, that's where, like, okay, so Professor X is down in Cerebro communicating with the crew, right, and barking orders. And it's like, motherfucker, you're not up there. I thought he was up there. No, dude, he's he's straight up got Cerebro helmet on, and he's like, Mystique, we need, we leave no man behind. And, and it's like, dude. We left you He's like, because you're not important to this mission. It's because he has the strongest power of not being able to walk. <laughs> he's fucking useless in this movie. Damn. I I hate him in this movie. No, he's a douchebag. He's like, hey, film. does anyone got a place for me to sit? I, got, <laughs> I can't fight. <laughs> like, he's a douche, man. And then that's – we also get – yeah. Okay, th- so this series with McAvoy, every single one paints him as a douchebag. That then is redeemed by the end of the movie. But he's not redeemed in this Not one. in this one. They finally were just like, you know what? Yeah, fuck you. And they're like, you know what? Don't show up in the end of the movie at all. Just don't <laughs> just don't come to the end. He's like, what if what if uh, we do the ending to be- The Dark Knight Rises? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's coming. So, anyway, they're like, all right, Gene, you're going to boof in there with with – uh, with Nightcrawler. Okay, but and now they don't some, have enough helmets. But for some reason, Nightcrawler has to wear a helmet, but you don't, and it's all cool, because, okay. like, who's counting? Uh, yeah. The, uh, so n- now there's not enough helmets to go around. I think somebody's helmet was damaged, so they get put it on the astronaut, and straight up... I have so many questions. Why is a helmet only necessary right now? Everyone else... They went into that ship mm-hmm. just fine yeah. with no helmets. Right. Now they're like, only one person's going to wear a helmet and get this chief in who is – the captain who is floating. Well, he was wearing helmets. When they boofed in the first time, they were both wearing helmets. Okay, but here's my question is, why does it not matter now? They're literally in space at this point. Okay. The ship is shattered. So so he's wearing one, but it's duct taped on him. And he has loose sleeves. <laughs> he has loose <laughs> sleeves. I don't... He has loose sleeves! <laughs> he would have been sucked out of his suit into the vacuum of space! That not when you boof. <laughs> it's like, what is this? That's a boofless suit. 
This is event horizon physics. That's Just right. close your eyes and ball up. Yeah. Yeah, he literally nothing. But that's not even the most egregious thing here. The most egregious thing is it's like, yeah, Dark Phoenix, you don't need one. Uh, maybe she can hold it back. I don't know. She looks like she's holding her breath. That's because she's hoping to suffocate and not be in this movie anymore. <laughs> Okay. She's like, listen, I got another series to fuck up. Game of Thrones Damn. is ending this year. Yo, so so like that is something I have to say is Sophie Turner is trying in this film. At she's least someone is. You know, she's trying to give it some emotional depth, and so is Michael Fassbender. Both of them, I feel like, are trying really hard in this film. Yeah. You there's a, and Beast. Okay, he's doing decent. Well, that's too. because he's just a good. There, those he. I mean, be, I don't know about Sophie Turner, but he's a great actor. Uh-huh. I love Fury Road. So you yep, know, yeah. But so anyway, there's a big old space cloud that's coming for them. Some solar flare looking shit. And it's like, right? yo, you guys are smart as fuck. You know that's not a solar flare. Yeah. Right. So. They boof back. Also, she gets sucked by it. Okay, so, like, uh, while she's, like, trying to hold the ship together, basically Storm was, like, trying to freeze the ship together. I don't know. It was a dumb idea on their part. Yeah. Right? And so Storm was like, the solar flare's too hot. It's melting the ice before I can hold the, like, patches together. So that's why Jean needed to go in and hold it from the inside. Yeah. Right? Which is also hella dumb. Like, you can you can hold it from there. You guys can lose one person. She's like, I can't hold it. I have to be in there. I'm like, no, you don't. Like, yeah. But okay. So, so she gets in there and so she, she gets space sucked. Right. As that's happening, right? Uh, Nightcrawler boofs to like the back where he, like the, the, the pilot or their captain was, right? And what is the deal with the captain? Like, he like, when he boofs in, the captain's like, oh shit, I was just fixing this. <laughs> Did you see him? Yeah. Right, he was just like, oh, somebody's here? I was just trying to fix this before. Like, it's like, you can't fix that thing. Like, and also, were you just fixing that? Because everything's kind of in slow-mo, which means you, like, within 30 seconds ago, was just spinning at hypervelocity. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> how he's is just, He's just, like, turning the ratchet as he's spinning. Yeah, how is there not vomit in each one of their helmets? How is he not dead? Yeah. <laughs> so, she gets space-sucked. <laughs> that's that's not what happens. The, no. the space cloud goes in her. She absorbs it all. Yeah. And then they boof, they grab her, and she's, like, dead, but... She's just floating in space. Hey, guys, remember when this movie was called Dark Phoenix? Mm-hmm. She's not dead. Right. But also, like, you just watched her absorb a flare. Um, Cyclops... That's not your girl anymore. No. Like, there's no fucking way that that's your girl. Like, as soon as they got back, I'd be like, Professor X, lock her down. Shoot her in the head. (laughs) Something. Got a a mutant bullet, shoot her in the head. (laughs) She ain't my girl no more. And then, uh, yeah, Cyclops is like, that's my girl. So they take her back. Right. They run tests on her, and she's horny as fuck. (laughs) Don't tell... (laughs) What the fuck was that? Don't tell me... She's not horny as fuck. I don't know. She is. I don't feel it. She's like, I feel so good. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And Cyclops is like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, This is where, uh, just like, so both uh, Jennifer Hudson and um, your boy. Jennifer bo- Lawrence? Thank you. <laughs> Damn it. Dream girls! <laughs> well, no, it's Jennifer Lawrence pretending to be the cat. From Jennifer Hudson from Cats. Oh, you did just watch that. I did. Oof. Don't watch that, guys. It's not good. And oh. it's not enjoyable. Oh. No. Really? Yep. Fuck that movie. Damn. Yep. Don't want to do it. 
So, well, they wouldn't even let us do it. That's right. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So, Jennifer, the the problem with is that Jennifer Lawrence and and then um, Xavier, uh, not Xavier, Beast. Oh, Beast. Yeah, uh, Carly, the guy who Carly said, "Why is he blue?" <laughs> okay, so that's that. That came from first class. He was trying to fix Mystique and his blue, the blue crew. <laughs> yeah, right. And wound up uh, making himself blue. Oh, that's right, because he was. He you mean he blew himself? Damn. <laughs> no, um. No, he, he literally tried to, um, he only had like big hands and feet and he was trying to fix that and wound up like dying himself blue. I blew myself. Yeah. They just got to put him in the juicer. Goddamn paws, egg dye. (laughs) Dude, it's- Gets uh, on everything. It's just so funny because you and I were talking about this briefly. Carly doesn't know any- Nicholas Holt. Yeah, Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Um, Carly doesn't know any of the X-Men. And watching the portion of this film that she watched with me was infuriating because she kept asking me who does what, <laughs> <laughs> what he do, and who is he, and why is he blue? <laughs> <laughs> it's Avatar. I was like, listen, just watch. <laughs> They're gonna show their powers. I promise. It's like when your parents, like you should, you go to a movie with your parents and they know you've seen the previous ones. You're like, oh, this is gonna be a mistake. It's always Carly's always asking me shit. I'm like, I'm watching the same movie. <laughs> What's the twist gonna be? I don't know. <laughs> I'm watching the same movie. <laughs> yeah. Why would he do that? I don't know. He's the villain. And he hasn't revealed his plot. She's yet. like, so what's Jennifer Lawrence's power? So she can turn into other people. How is that useful? <laughs> is that what she said? Yeah. <laughs> it's very useful, Carly. Espionage. Yeah. She's like, what else does the blue guy do? I was like, he wears glasses. I don't know. <laughs> He's got super strength. Dumb. <laughs> He's a werewolf. He's blue and I believe out of that. <laughs> Stupid. So yeah, this is when they're talking, and is this when she talks about the? Well, what I meant, what I was mentioning, the reason why I brought both of them up is that both uh, actors were like, "Yeah, so anytime I don't have to be in blue, I'm not going to be in blue." Yeah, because uh, it took Cause she morphs and he morphs out of being blue almost instantly, right? And because it took and you about can... seven hours each, yeah. for their makeup. And he looks hella good though. He looks good and she looked dumb. I've seen her, I've seen better Mystique cosplays <laughs> on Reddit. Damn. Hey, I'm being serious, man. There's like creases in her makeup and her neck. Yeah. And like I know I mentioned it in my like tagline stinger, but Jennifer Lawrence did not want to be in this movie. No, no, no. Of and course not. We're gonna get to she was past all that. How little she wanted to be in this movie pretty quick. <laughs> but uh so this is when um, her and Beast kind of have like a talk about Xavier kind of throwing them to the to to all the danger. Um, he has no regard for any of their lives. Yada yada yada. This is when all the social justice warrior angry people who hate any type of film that gives any woman a voice, you know, uh, Captain Marvel, any of that shit, get real mad in all the in, all the reviews because it's literally only the one time it's mentioned in this whole fucking and movie. And it's just a line, just somebody wrote it to be funny. She says, you know, you know what? All the women around here are always saving the men. You might as well change the name to X-Women. And then a million 
hour and 45 minute long anti SJW videos on YouTube were created about why this movie is the fall of Western civilization and white genocide. Hold on, let me go get my sunglasses and the hat and I'll see you in the car. Okay, listen to me, guy with furry avatar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy who screams! <laughs> yeah, so that's literally the I only time there is a single mention of any type of, like, uh, like gender discrimination in this film, and people lost their fucking minds. Yeah, and, and what they're arguing about here is the fact that basically, um, she is pissed off that she's still in the per- movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but she's, she's pissed off that Professor X basically sends these kids into battle and he gets all this recognition from the president. That's right, because he goes to a thing and they're like, oh, Xavier, you're so cool. Right? And she's basically accusing him of being like, you send them into harm's way more than they have to because you enjoy the attention. Yeah. Right? And he can't deny it either in this moment he's just like uh, 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 um yeah idiot look at your uniform x-men what did you think that stood for yeah she says that yeah yeah um so yeah that that's kind of like their debacle and that's the last time that they'll have a conversation before she dies so it doesn't quite matter so um, um that's unresolved uh, uh phoenix is horny yeah she goes so so beast goes and tests her right and he's just like your midichlorians are off the chart <laughs> basically <laughs> you, mean you were virgin born right he he just goes he goes like your power levels are off the chart i'm like power levels yippee <laughs> yeah. yeah and he, she's even like, master yoda doesn't have up count this high and she's like i feel so good I'm horny. I'm ready to get drunk. <laughs> and then they're like, everyone, no class today because everything is great. <laughs> and then they have a party. Yeah. And this movie turns into a music video for a couple minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. Where this chick's like Elsa-ing the air. Oh, you mean like when just like Lady Gaga shows up? Yes. And she's like, have you guys seen Frozen 2? <laughs> <laughs> Here's when she freezes the air. Uh, we're not exactly there yet. That's why I was confused. Damn. Sorry, dog. Um, this is where the movie turns on us, though. I will say that. This is when the movie's like, you know what? Aliens. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's right. This is the scene right before it. Um, Jessica Chastain, who's not an alien yet. You might be confused. Yeah, because they were like, you know what, Jessica? What if you went blonde? And blonde eyebrows. Yeah. And that's, mm, call me Casper. It's scary. It is hella scary. I have a theory of how she ended up in this movie. I I mean, I know why, Her agent said, Marvel, you in? And she was like, yeah. And she got to set, and he's like, but it's like Fox Marvel. (laughs) You're actually the exact opposite. Really? Yeah. She was like, no. Twice before, Marvel has offered her a role. And she's like, no. And then she happens to know somebody. Um, I, I, I'm not going to get it right, Singer. but she knows somebody, and they were like, "Please, you know, do us a favor," kind of thing. Jesus Christ! Yeah. But she was like, "All right, Disney, Marvel, still." And she's like, like, "You know what? <laughs> it's okay. It worked out for Chris Evans." Yeah, he did do Fox Marvel. Yep. Look at him. Yep. Knives Out. <laughs> That's a great movie. Yeah. Jessica Chastain. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Jessica Chastain is one of those actresses that's I I really like mm-hmm. and I hate that she's in this movie. Sure. I hate it. Yeah. 
because they were like, I hate it. Play more. an alien, play dull and like lifelike, and she's like, no problem. And I, it, I hate that she's in this movie more than I hate that she was in a movie that was like, yo, but torture's good. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so basically, she she plays like just a I don't know Hollywood housewife or something, and right? she gets attacked by aliens. Hey guys, what if I told you the enemies in this movie are just the aliens from XCOM Two? Okay. Just Google alien. So if you don't know what that is. They're also the aliens from Signs. Yeah, I was going to say from Signs <laughs> as well. Imagine the most lame fucking alien design. Yep. They're literally just greys. Yeah. Yeah, they look like, yeah, greys. Sure. And they literally just take your identity. How fucking boring. Yep. These people have fought a world-ending mutant from millions of years of history and the next villain they're gonna fight as we see later can be taken down by big gun <laughs> yep this fucking sucks yeah because they're only there to be minions it's just to be creatively fodder. bankrupt yeah um so yeah they're, they're they were supposed to be the scrolls which is why they're shape-shifting okay uh, but then you mean to tell me this movie sucks because of the whole fucking no Disney owns this and we don't No, it sucks because it sucks. I mean, but I'm also saying like because what they did is they took these aliens. So the aliens come down to Earth because they're like we followed and this doesn't get explained. But fuck it. Uh, this doesn't get explained till like sh they meet Dark Phoenix. But they're like. Uh, basically, their entire motivation is we're coming here because we followed the solar flare. The solar flare Space destroyed. Fart. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They destroyed it by Moon Man. Yeah, <laughs> um, it fought. It it destroyed their planet. Yeah, it destroyed their planet. Destroyed their entire race, and they're following it because it can it create can new. Also, life. can create new. Li it's just a Genesis project from the Star Trek films. I give it and I take it away. Con! It's also every other sci-fi film ever. Yeah, yeah. Does this the movie have a beam of light in the sky? It's the Alpha and Omega, <laughs> the beginning and the end. I that's, think it. I think it does. Have it does a have a beam in the sky. <laughs> of course, it does. So yeah, that's basically what these aliens' motivation is, and uh, you don't know that until literally like and they three have, quarters of the way through this movie, right? And they have yet to figure out how to actually harness the power, right? But they have now discovered that it 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 is being harnessed by Gene. Yes. So now okay. mutant party. Now, yeah, Dazzler. Bam, bam, dancing lady who can turn sound into light. So, what a shitty power that is, too. Yeah, you're just shitty as Fart Man. Yeah, I was going to say, you shat on <laughs> Fart Man, but you know what? At least I'm not that one. Like, what is she going to do? Just, like, be like, uh, and then, like, blind people? <laughs> well, my whole thing is, like, you know, I... listen, I'm not trying to be controversial here, but some pa mutant powers aren't useful. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. Like, uh, if your Stupid power... Stupid mudbloods. <laughs> <laughs> if your power is only useful in a Las Vegas show, then I'm sorry, but you shouldn't be at Charles Xavier's school. That's true. <laughs> Imagine being the theater kid of the X-Men. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, my powers, I can make Denny's employees very uncomfortable. <laughs> you guys want to improv? No, we no, do don't. not. We do I, not. My powers, I only know how to use, how to play Madman on the bench. <laughs> and I'm Fartman. 
<laughs> is that is that supposed to be a bit? The whole fart man thing? No, it's my powers. <laughs> it's not funny. This bit's not funny. My X Men powers. I always bring a gun to the improv scene. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Scarn. <laughs> so there's a party. She's getting slizzered off of punch. Yeah. Um, and then she like I don't know farts, <laughs> blows the doors off. She the does. House. She mushroom clouds the entire house. <laughs> she really does. And so like also uh, just so that uh, Mystique and Beast experience it too. They're like, oh my god, the heat detector's going off in the forest. She's gonna <laughs> fart. <laughs> it's like that. It, genuinely, even though we're really stuck on the fart concept right now, when they looked at the heat signature thing, I thought of that SNL sketch with <laughs> Hugh Laurie oh, where he yeah. farts and it comes out of his butt. And there's a strange sulfur smell. <laughs> yes, that's what it was making me think of. And then <sighs> and then she boofs the doors open. <laughs> Blows yeah. the fire everywhere. Yeah, she passes out and then uh they bring her up to her bed. And then um <laughs> I don't I don't This is where she they have enough every single time that they try to establish that her and Scott are romantically involved, it seems to fall flat on its face. It's they really have no awkward. chemistry. No chemistry. None whatsoever. She only has chemistry with people set in a show where everyone is a brother that fucks. <laughs> Damn. My Cyclops stepbrother. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so sex men step. So when this is also happening, when she has her like meltdown, like blowout, right? Uh, Professor X is also getting a award by the president, like, and stuff like that. Right. And then he feels the boof. <laughs> right. And, and this is, this is the part where he says a weird line where he goes, superheroes. I don't really know what the word superheroes mean. I'm like, how do you not know what that means, Charles? Like, even in the, like, it means heroes that are super, you fucking idiot. Yeah. He's like, well, the, but it's still a lot better than what you used to call us. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, we don't use that word anymore. We use the M word. The M word. <laughs> Masturbation. I was going to say mongoloid. <laughs> oh, no. Damn. Bleep it. No. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. He feels it and he's just like, they're like, congratulations, Professor X. And he's just like, yeah, I, I gotta go. I sense a disturbance in the force. Yeah, he's straight up, yeah. As if a million voices were boofed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, he leaves, he shows up at X Castle, and he- <laughs> Castle X. Castle X. And, uh, he's like, what happened? Yeah, so she, he tries to, uh, he's like, you know what? Uh, come on over here, guys. I'm gonna try to tap into her mind in Cerebro. Right. And then he's, he sees that she's remembering. Okay, so here's, I gotta stop you before you describe what she's remembering, right? Straight up, like, they turn it on, they try to tap into her mind, and like, apparent, uh, Mystique is immediately like, is this what a brain's supposed to look like? This looks like shit! Right? And like, how would she even know? Dude, if that was the animation, I'd be like, I guess this is a brain. <laughs> like, how is she immediately like, what did you do, Charles? What the hell did you do? Look at this brain. It is fucked. <laughs> this doesn't look like a cartoon brain at all. <laughs> right? And he's like, I had to close certain doors and make file cabinets and do Dr. Sleep stuff. Oh, God damn it. I was just going to say, there I'm you Dr. Go. Sleep. There you sorry, buddy. That was a good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. But that's what he's saying. He's like, I had to lock certain doors and put up certain walls in order to block her from the truth of her past. And it's like... Yo, Xavier, 
that's fucked up. Right? And also, though, just like, just be like, your dad didn't want you. Just yeah. tell her the truth, you know? And, and I, that that would probably go a lot farther in, in yeah. this. Right? But he doesn't. And because he's inside of her head, when she wakes up, she's like, get out of my head! And then, like, he's like, oh, my God, these walls are being broken down because of the Phoenix Force. And you're like, what? So stupid. Right? Uh, okay, sure. So because of that, she's like, I got to go find my dad. See you later, Cyclops. And then makes him, like, pass out. Yeah, and but then, he passes out like weightlessly. So I was like, did she use her powers to make sure he didn't hit his head on the coffee he, table? He hits his head on the coffee table, and a beam shoots out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Frogman's upstairs, like, oh no, oh, I just laid eggs. My flies. There's <laughs> <laughs> like dead bodies up there collecting flies, <laughs> so he can eat them. <laughs> Toad. So. Um, yeah, she goes to go find her dad, and in one of the most emotionally weightless scenes in this entire film, she she recites the scene from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, being like, why doesn't my dad want me? <laughs> it's so, I mean, it's so forced. Because There's no weight to any emotional one, scene in this movie. Because her about dad's to, an awful actor. Well, yeah, and we're about to get to one of the most emotional scenes in this film, and I was just like, okay. I didn't care. I didn't care at all. Didn't care. Didn't care. So, yeah, basically, she goes to her dad's house, and she, once she's like, one, you're alive, motherfucker, right? Yeah, and he's like, I didn't want to live with a he's freak. Like, Would you like some water? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's like, yeah, go get me some water. She sees the pictures on, of her mom on the wall, but there's no pictures of her. And she's like, why didn't you look for me, asshole? Right? And he straight up is basically like... You killed my wife, and so you died with her. Yeah, and it's like, oh, well, you know what? That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I did kill your wife and almost kill you. Right? And you didn't like me, apparently. Because even in that flashback, he seems to not, like, care. He's like, here, take an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? You'll, uh, you'll listen to this song, and you'll like it. Just don't click anything weird on YouTube. <laughs> don't talk about my freckles. So, yeah, um, she has a spat with him. Yeah, and, and then basically, I this is where I went, did he pass out because he can't handle it? Like... Or, yeah, or, or did she, or like, did she crush his brain? Make him fall asleep too. I think she did because the X Men show up. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh my god, what are you doing? And she's like, it's not me, it's my friends. I'll be back. Yeah, <laughs> right. Goes outside and they're like, Gene, don't do this. And, and I'm she's like, like, here comes a showdown. Yeah, and uh, again, the fights in this are so dumb. And also, X Men, dog. Why does flying look so fucking stupid in your movie? Everybody like hovering. They're like, uh, every, she everybody hovers, hovers like they're like Iron Man when he's first learning how to fly. She hovers at a speed that should move all of the shit around her and it doesn't at all. <laughs> she just like floats on the top layer of the film and she's like, yeah. Yeah, so she like, she like explodes out her father's house. There's debris everywhere. The X-Men are getting thrown around. Quicksilver tries to like run up the debris before it's like in slow motion and she like can see in slow mo and like pulls that and he board just falls. away. And he's just like, boop, doopy doop. And right. then, yeah, um, and uh, that's really the last time you ever Nightcrawler see him in this tries movie. to boof her. 
she boofs him back. Yeah, like, well, basically, she, like, tries to escape and flies away, and he, like, can see her, so he, like, grabs her and tries to boof her back down, and she winds up, like, throwing him across the room. Like, nobody seems to be hurt. No, that's everyone, another thing. That's like, another thing. Everybody's like, I got chin scrapey. And then the house explodes. Be- well, yeah, she exploded the house yeah, already. Yeah, she exploded the house already, and then they're like, Raven, you have... Honestly, well, not before. No, not before. Like Beast is just like I got the shot, and like Professor X is like, no, I would rather Raven die right now. Damn, right? Like because like there's no other reason. If somebody says I got the shot, right, and it's basically a tranquilizer to stop her, and we can deal with her later when she's like not furious about the lies of her father. You know, maybe that's better than being like, let's have the person whose power is to. Be a changeling. They gave, try to stop the most powerful mutant on the planet. Now they gave my boy Harambe less of a chance <laughs> when they shot him at the zoo. Damn, that's an old meme for right? you. But yeah, so they're uh, like, "Hey, Mystique, could you talk to her? But could you talk to her like in front of these spikes?" They're like, "Yo, Mystique, because you, you can see it a mile away, dude. For like a minute, you're like, you're standing behind spikes. You're standing behind spikes." They're like, "Yo, Mystique, you have absolutely the most worthless power in this situation. Can you go talk to her?" <laughs> Yeah. And then she's like, be gone, thought. <laughs> and then guess what? Fucking Jennifer Lawrence gets his, gets her wish. She's not in this movie anymore. She gets Han Soloed. And get, you know what's the stupidest shit? Is she's moving and those spikes are like moving in her. It's like, okay, it's obviously a prosthetic on your costume. Right. It looks like shit. Right. And she fucking dies. In Beast's arms, he's like holding her, he's crying. How come uh, there's a love triangle with Raven between Beast and Magneto? I don't know. Yeah, there were. Okay, so okay. Well, this is something that has some roots in uh, the previous movies, where like there kind of was a love triangle, but when she went bad and went rogue, like Magneto joined her. He's like some weird stuff. I know that meme. Show me the real Raven. Well, there's this whole yeah. There's this whole thing about like there was such an emphasis on her in that first movie and like accepting who you are kind of shit that like Magneto was pushing that versus like uh professor x was trying to um kind of protect her the whole movie because like they grew up together as children um that that's in the first that first class she's the same age as xavier yep yep she was a child who broke into his uh to his that mansion when he was just a child Dog, what the fuck yep the timeline of this movie is okay but at the same time it's mystique she can look as young as she want to be but still. She can look sexy. It should be like, I'm 102. And you'd be like, gross. <laughs> nah, you wouldn't know. You're right. She'd be doing that granny porn, but she'd be the best one. <laughs> but yeah, so. Could you imagine if she just dominated the entire porn industry by just being every female? <laughs> <laughs> and just man. getting plowed hey, daily. Does she play men ever? Huh? Did she ever turn into a man? She did. She Whoa. did. In um, uh, she she played uh their version of Striker in uh Days of Future Pla- Past for sure. Oh shit! Yeah, she broke out a bunch of uh like mutants that were in Vietnam. Y'all better watch out. She's coming <laughs> for your careers. Oh, oh! I thought you you were gonna say like some stupid "Don't drop the soap" thing. <laughs> oh my god! Because no. Mystique will fuck you. <laughs> so um, yeah, Mystique's dead. No wait, uh. Fucking Phoenix proceeds to just fly off. And do you know what's my favorite part about this? Yeah. Yo, her dad's dead. Yeah. And no one's like, there's a dead man in that house. 
He's not dead yet. He's he, not dead. They blew his house no, up. No, no, no. He's not dead. No, the aliens kill him in a scene from now. Oh my god, that's right. Wait, so that's not his house that gets blown up. It is his house that gets blown out. Oh, does he just have a big hole in it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, man. It's like, it's like, um, it's like if a Terminator came through a time portal and oh, like, yeah, 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 <laughs> just yeah, yeah. ate away that part of the shell. So stupid. Yeah. So yeah, that, it only gets blown out. He passed out, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, he just yeah. Passed stupid. out. Stupid. Yeah. So now, okay. Um, yeah, Charles is a douchebag about this entire thing. Um, I don't, I don't quite understand, um, I don't understand they go home and the basketball court is so far away from the house. Did you see? <laughs> it was like, I was like, yeah, that's to keep the kids from playing in it so yeah. it doesn't rise up and kill anyone. No rompus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My glasses. Oh, Shut up, toad. <laughs> so is this when, yeah, okay, she goes and, meets the well this is the funeral there's a funeral you know like um oh yeah and they're like all right she's dead cool right and this is where um professor xavier and beast to have a conversation in the kitchen in which i'm like is, yo is that the staff kitchen or is there just booze in all kitchen around all children yeah <laughs> you know frog boy's drinking yeah yeah <laughs> give me that whiskey i'm making toilet hooch <laughs> It's got maggots in it. Mm. They, it always does. Yeah. So this is when he he's like, maybe you shouldn't be drinking. He's right. Like, Shut the fuck up! I just watched my the love of my life die because of you. Seriously, and, and he's just like, you know what, Charles? You can't even admit when you're wrong. You're wrong again. You're wrong about doing this to Jean, and it got her killed. And like, you can't even admit it. And he won't. He won't even in this moment. And you're just like, what the fuck, dude? Just like be. For once, in like four to five of these movies, not a complete douchebag. Be Patrick Stewart. Seriously, man. I, because I like James McAvoy. I just don't like him in this role. No, but I never you know have. what? Honestly, by this film, all that is showing by all of these characters is just fatigue. Every one of these actors is just like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm ready to move on. Yeah. So, uh, the aliens come to interview, uh, Gene's father. And this scene is like very quickly. They just walk in and he's like, you know what? I should talk to my lawyer. You guys are creepy. And she's like, uh, you know what? It's really easier to understand the human language when you guys aren't screaming. But since you aren't going to tell me what I need to know without it, time to scream. And she like does some like twisty morph thing in his chest. Yeah. I don't even know what's going on. He's dead. Right. He's dead. She gets the information about whatever. I don't even know what what they're hunting at this point for information from her other than uh, like where is she? I yeah, but they uh, whatever. I don't know. Who I, cares? Or basically just saying like what what just went down here maybe. Just the worst part. What? I don't care and yeah, neither does this movie. Yeah, so like Gene goes to where Magneto is hiding out with the a island bunch of misfit mutants. Yeah, it's basically a bunch of mutants living in storage containers. This from... is where Frog Boy would live. Yeah. Cuz you have to have a stupid fucking power to live here. You do have to have stupid. This is just like any other movie in which Magneto is heading up the Brotherhood of Mutants. He always you gets have the shitty one. Right? You have like it's me Spikes hair whip. Out. Yep, hair whip is a one from this one. Pre 
previous movies were like, it's me, spikes out of my veins. Another one right? of this is bald knife. <laughs> <laughs> what? That chick. Oh, yeah. Well, she, she, she can like read minds. Useless. <laughs> Third time this power is used in the same movie. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like you couldn't, cause I remember like there hey, was an me. acid dude. Really good at farming mutant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of the other ones were like multiple man. He was one. He was cool. You know, like, but this one's just like, uh, it's always, okay. So comic book wise or, or things that I remember, remember those mutants that were like in the sewers? Yeah. The teenage mutant variety. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> moving on damn that's the new mutant yeah (laughs) so there was a girl that had like spikes coming out of her and she was a leader of some mutants underground and they were all hella stupid mutants that you just like live in the sewer yeah so no respect phoenix shows up and magneto's like what are you doing here and she's like whose blood is that he's like i'm not gonna tell you and then the the fucking military shows up and he's like, we have rights for this land. And it's like, yo, dude, you don't know the military well. <laughs> they're going to take you off of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, the X-Men Big Chief. I can tell you all about it. How? <laughs> My native. He's like the like the mortal What's combat. your power? Tears. Who's... <laughs> Who's that, um... I just flood the land with tears who's that, that nobody wants it. That Mortal Kombat fighter who's who's Native American, that's his only trait? Beowulf. No, it's Nightwolf. Nightwolf. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I am here. What's your power? They just bring me here. I can make digital neon axes. Sick. <laughs> you are more useful than most of the people here. I have an animality that's a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> So they're like, we're just looking for her. And he's like, can't say she's here. And she's like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? And she proceeds to murder people. But also, like, um, I'm sorry. Like, you've seen what the police cars look like, which is why they say they're there. They're like, you know what? Uh, you have every right to protect the mutants that are on your land. But she lost that right to be protected when she went after a bunch of squad guys that are just like you and me, American people. You know, and you're like, fuck you, movie. America! Right? Fuck yeah! But also, like, um, bro, it's 1992. Wait two more years. Then, like, Independence Day will come out. And you're going to realize that the American military doesn't mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, especially amongst these kind of people. Like, you really think, oh, big bad United States military is going to go up against the Dark Phoenix? Like, literally, um, a couple of scenes ago, they established that, like, what, like, X-Men, you're the ones we turn to when we don't have the answers. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, so, like, you openly admit that they're better than the military, and you think that you're going to show down against her? When she starts crushing... You think you're going to show down against Magneto? When she starts crushing their, um, or turning their helicopter on and, like, making it fly away, Yeah, I would have literally just been like, all right, uh, yeah, don't worry about it. Seriously, <laughs> as soon as, as soon as he, like, the helicopter blade's spinning, and he's like, stop that, and he's like, it's not 
not me. He's like, okay, so guys, let's wrap it up. <laughs> Everyone out. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get a big mission accomplished banner behind us on a ship. Uh, I think I left the iron on, and <laughs> since you control metal, not like telekinesis, I'm gonna have to go. Yo, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, don't want to die to hair guy. Right. So yeah, so she fucks up their one helicopter. They yeah, it's get... like a push me pull you. She's yeah. she's like trying to like force the heli- the other helicopter with people in it onto the ground, right? Which I'm like, why do you keep trying to kill people if you don't want to kill people? So dumb. because like they've never established that the solar flare is making her bad, I'm, right? They're not saying that like it's talking to her. It's not like venom or something. It's just she's just like you know what? I'm angry. I'm mad that my dad didn't want me. Right? But I'm like, dude, you've been having adventures for like 30 fucking years. So like with a real family. Yeah. Like why would you even be that affected at this point? You know? If anything, be more affected that you still killed your mom. Yeah. That that to me would feel more like if if like if there was a scene where her mom was just like, it's okay to be dead. Let go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, Being dead is cool. Right? <laughs> suicide is badass. <laughs> so, yeah, um, she leaves. Teenage suicide. Don't do it. Um, Little Heather's reference for you. <laughs> she leaves, and uh, Magneto's like, I gotta find out whose blood that was. But he doesn't. No. He just sits there and waits for somebody else to show up. Apparently, everybody knows where Magneto is, He's too. like, can you guys please stop showing up <laughs> on my land? Right? And he's just like, yo, Beast, where's Charles? Where's everybody else? He's like, I came alone because fuck Charles, basically. Right? He's just like, that son of a bitch, like, he let Raven die. And he's like, let Raven die? He's like, you don't know? He's and like, the like, girl I had way more of a shot with than you? <laughs> oh, damn. Let's be honest. Right? Who's passing up Michael Fassbender? That's true. You've seen that Even movie. as David. Have you seen Shame? <laughs> huh? No, I don't, I've never seen Shame. You see a whole lot of that man in that movie. No shame there. <laughs> no shame at all. <laughs> you know what so, they say about big penises. <laughs> damn. <laughs> um, so immediately after this, uh, there's like news broadcast about there being like, like mutant internment camps for like those who are deemed too powerful and i'm like yeah good luck with that yeah we got a different struggle going on (laughs) (laughs) that's never touched on no it's not well it's touched on is a little bit in this next fight because well no it's touched on in the fact that that's where they're headed by the end of the movie i know but it's like uh okay well we have bigger fish to fry okay but what they didn't establish is of like things that you kind of had to assume later on in the movie is I guess the collars around their neck is suppressing their powers. It's so dumb. But they don't establish it. Because again, I'm going to say it. I fucking hate this movie because it doesn't care. True. This movie's entire thing was like, "Well, fuck you. You're going to see it anyway." Yeah. Yeah. So, um so the Jean is now hiding by projecting herself as an old man in a bar. And then the alien's like, you can't trick me, asshole. Right. Yeah, and I'm like, like, okay, why not? Yeah. They didn't bother to – they're just like, yeah, I'm an alien, so it doesn't work. 
All right, let me show okay. you what those powers are in you. You can create life. We talked about it before. Right. No one fucking cares. Yeah, so, like, back to that whole, like, remember that gift speech? Yeah, it's kind of like that. So do that. Your gift is to replenish our planet and our life. Right? Yeah. And she's like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll follow you around. Yeah. So she does, but she's like, do you mind if we stop by the leather store real quick? I need a sick blazer. I need to go red. Because that's what she does. She's like, I'm going to buy this maroon. She doesn't actually go to the store, but the next time we see her, she's like in a maroon, maroon she actually, leather uh, duster. She doesn't go to the leather store. They show what store she goes to. It's a spirit Halloween. It's the day after Halloween, and she <laughs> buys a Scarlet Witch uniform, her costume half off. Nice. So, yeah, then they have like a – they go to a hotel, I guess, building yeah. place. Okay, so – And this is when <laughs> we're about to get – one of the many most terrible sequences in this entire movie. Yeah. And this is, again, where I mentioned that the powers of the characters in this film are so inconsistent. Okay. Because this is the big fight, right? We're about to get One to One of it. them. The, the... This should be the finale of the movie. Yes. So, uh, Beast and magneto and the rest of the brotherhood we'll call and them the, the rest of the brotherhood you know they go they go to new york and the x-men follow yes and, but here's where i'm saying wait a minute the powers are so inconsistent because earlier in the movie we saw that uh nightcrawler couldn't you move. didn't you didn't hear it's it's explained with one line of dialogue are I know you what you're gonna fucking say. kidding me yes professor x says like give me your hands i will show you where we're going Fuck you. He uses his Are mind. Are you serious? He uses his mind to give him a mental picture because basically he's he's using the mind of either Beast. It's got to be Beast because it's not Magneto. Why couldn't he do that for the guy in the thing? What guy in the thing? In the space shuttle. Huh? Uh, Because he hadn't seen it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. You're right. But at the same time, I could say that like he could probably see Beast's mind and be like, I know what it looks like in Central Park. Or All right. Whatever. We've wasted so much time in the first part of this movie. Let's just get you guys there. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And Xavier's like, go, I'll sit here in my chair. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> so then they have this. Yeah, he's just sitting in the, in his chair, like doing like, like force powers, right? Because like, yeah, you have this full on brotherhood fight. brotherhood versus x-men fight right to get Awful. inside this building right and you have you have like i don't know the the girl baldy with knives has like mental powers that like causes nightcrawler to be like stuck in between booths right he's just like flipping like he's like a television like he looks like he just looks like he's like a porn station on like cable television back in the day that was scrambled he's it, just like boofing all over the place yeah right uh professor x is trying to like stop that but like somehow has a mental i'm like dude aren't you supposed to be stronger for and, in, one? and in the process they murder tens of innocent people on the street <laughs> uh magneto pulls a, a subway train right just luckily he was passing by i guess and then they go in the building right and yeah. did you know that this scene is actually uh, a piece of shit no god damn it <laughs> no this scene is like when the train when he's walking and the shot is like from up on the balcony that's where the and camera the train is. is coming through yep it it was not supposed to go that far 
And, uh, Fassbender just professionally was just like, didn't even flinch about it. It was not, it was not supposed to get that close to I do have to, to admit that scene is really cool. It's badass. But this whole fight that we just skipped over is fucking terrible. Yeah. I mean, cause it just goes on. And because these X-Men, these brotherhood that they're fighting are so lame, that's where it becomes lame. Also, like for you to have four X-Men movies and not have Iceman, fuck you. So I love Iceman. Also, the military have showed up and are shooting sure. people in the neck with darts. Yeah, but not before you just No, I, I'm just saying that ha- happens simultaneously during our like thing now. So kind then of. now the aliens have Jean and she's like she's at the top of this balcony in this house. Uh Magneto has just straight up blocked the door other than himself with that subway train. Yeah. And he like uses the stair like metal ba- brass banister to like poker in the eyeball. Like try to and I'm like dude, you're not going to make it. And he goes limp. The fact that she like straight up is allowing it to happen should be enough to be like, yeah, she's not afraid of you. He flies up there with his little helmet, and she fucking crushes his helmet on his head. It blows up into okay, shards. Here's another question, though. Like, why does she continually get close to killing someone and then doesn't just enough for them to, like, continue and fight? I don't know. Right? I think it's, it's – How are you going to – you're going to crush somebody's metal helmet, right, on their head them. and then be like, you know what? No crush. How about uncrush, explode out, and then use them as shackles? Because if you want to give this movie more credit than it deserves, it's her humanity that's still in her. But she's never having an internal conflict to, to talk about. You know, there's no Phoenix Force that's like a conversation in her head and she's like, no, I can't do this to my friends. Nothing. I there know, is it nothing. sucks. Right. So, so, yeah, she she shackles him down and then Professor X is like, get me in there, Cyclops. Right. And he's like, boof. Yeah. He like blows a hole in the wall. And then like there here comes Professor X. And Professor- he's like, I'll use the powers of sitting in my chair. <laughs> right. And she's like, you son of a bitch. Like you said anything's possible. And he's like, anything is possible. And she's like, then fucking walk this is the second funniest scene in this, this movie. is disturbing this is the second funniest scene in this movie <laughs> what's the first uh we'll get to okay, it okay it hasn't happened yet she uses her telekinesis to make him walk up the stairs and then she crushes his wheelchair and it's fucking hilarious <laughs> also we missed we missed uh the movie's one fuck Oh, yeah. Fuck you, X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> Cyclops being, like, all big and bad, like, to Magneto before he goes in there. He's like, the girl dies tonight. And he, and Cyclops is like, you touch her, I'll fucking kill you. And he's like, fuck you. No problem, one-eye. <laughs> <laughs> Take off that visor, bitch. Well, seriously, like, Magneto would be like, yeah, how about I just, like, pull the visor off your head with nope. my power? How about you go live on the fucking USS Enterprise, you Star Trek bitch? <laughs> Damn. So... Yeah. <laughs> Jordy LaForge. You go, uh, so, uh, the, she's like, I don't want this power. And the alien's like, fine, just give it to me, goddamn. Right. They hug, and he's like, Gene, you gotta let, you gotta let go. Don't give her the power. <laughs> and then she kinda <laughs> lets go. And then the military shows up and nope. tranks everyone. Nope. You can't skip ahead just because you hate this movie. <laughs> I know what you're doing. And you're glossing over. That's not how it went down. Gene is straight up like transferring her force to the alien, you know, uh, Jessica Chastain, right? She's almost all the way there, right? And then, yes, like, Professor, like, 
out of nowhere, Jessica Chastain, the alien, like starts being like, Hey, so I'm a bad person. Mid hug is like, Hey, Professor X, guess what? Once I have this, the world is doomed and I'll kill you all. It's like, what? Why would you just say that? I mean, everyone like, knew that. Yes, but also like, let him read her mind at least. She's just hugging her and is like, Hey, this is what's going to happen, right? And he's like, Gene, let go. And she's like, I can't. And then Cyclops, it like comes through the door and is like, let me blast this bitch. <laughs> Has no idea what's going on in the room. Just yeah. sees like a hug and is like, fuck that shit. She's hugging her. That's my girl. <laughs> Lesbian. <laughs> so he blasts. Yeah. He <laughs> blasts her. Oh, that's right. Okay. This is the third funniest moment in this movie because there's only three. He boofs her out of that building and she's just like, (laughs) when he blasts the alien, right? He blows her through the ceiling, yeah, and she's just like. (laughs) (laughs) Also, everybody is turning into Thanos dust. Yeah, not quite everything around them. Everybody loves Thanos dust now, man. Avengers doesn't even like Thanos dust. (laughs) Just blipping out. Everybody's blipping out, man. Like, they're doing it, but, I mean, that happened, like, they're using the same shit from Last Stand, where yeah. people are, like, peeling away like that, like dust. Like, you you couldn't try a, a new way of doing it? Like, I don't know. So then the military comes in and yes. darts everyone. Everybody gets darts. Everybody now they're gets... on a train. Yeah. Trapped. Do you know where this train goes? Uh, it'll Nowhere. take you to a place you've been before. <laughs> so... All the X-Men have collars on. Lo and behold, it turns out it's because their powers don't work when you wear the collars. I guess. Oh, no. Professor X's powers of not walking don't work now. <laughs> um, so then they're like... And everybody's on this train. We're talking yeah. about the Brotherhood people. We're talking about every X-Men we've been introduced to. Um, have they're... we even mentioned everybody who's in this film? Who Storm, cares? Nightcrawler, Cyclops, Beast, Mystique. But Quicksilver's not in this. No, he's gone. Yeah. Could you imagine being the B roster of your own like film? <laughs> yeah, like, that's what the X Men is. Besides, like, honestly, I would say Storm and Wolverine. Yeah, they're the B cast. Yep, everyone. So he, uh, they tell the the guys on the on the train, like, hey, you gotta let us go. There's these bad people. They're gonna come once, and get us. Once again, just fucking do it. Like, I don't... Okay. But this is what I'm saying is where I got so mad about the fact that all this other shit has happened in this universe. Right? And people are still not trusting their word. They're like, yo, we stopped a guy named fucking Apocalypse. His name was Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And they're like, shut up, mutant. Yeah, every time, man. Be like, yo, um, remember me? I was the dude who dropped a baseball stadium on the White House lawn. And they're like, oh shit, you're for real. All right, get out. Right? Like, how are you not immediately? Or the fact that, like, jeez, I just, I don't. Well, so, I'm telling you, this movie doesn't care. So, um, you know, of course, the aliens show up. It makes me so fucking mad, because like I said in the beginning, I cannot believe that we struggle to fight these aliens so bad when their weakness is big gun. Big gun. Literally, one of them gets popped in the head, and that's it. Yep. It's not like... And and they can heal there's, themselves? There's better team-ups, like, other places in this movie than where it should be in this finale, where, yeah. like, X-Men should be teaming up together. Like, you know, like, Storm 
uh, tornadoes somebody and then another person comes in and blasts that person. Like, there's not the team-ups that need to happen, you know? No, but this fight scene does give us the funniest scene in the movie. Okay. Magneto's fighting an alien and then knife bald chick comes in yeah. and, like, stabs him and he's like, ha nice. He doesn't say that, but he looks at her like, nice, and she's like, nice. And then one of the aliens grabs her by her bald head and throws <laughs> her out the fucking train. <laughs> I love Sinead O'Connor. God, it is so funny. It is like, it had to be for comedic effect. Because it's literally just like, yoink! Yep. <laughs> and she's thrown out and she's dead. Yep, and that's it. You never see her again. So then, all of a sudden, the aliens are not weak to Big Gun. Yeah. Um, but it's only the 50 cal. Yeah, I know. You know, it's not, it's nothing else. So the, it's the 50 cal on the helicopter, and I think there's one in the train. In, in the train, you right? You would never shoot a 50 cal inside, <laughs> inside of a train. Inside of a train. But also inside, like, the train car that's, like, four back. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Magneto shoots. Open all the doors and shoot straight down it. Magneto shoots the shit out of uh, Jessica Chastain alien. She um, turns and she's like, uh-huh. Also, what is the deal where, okay, Nightcrawler, like, he tries gets to save, mad. he tries to save that one black guy and get, like, that guy dies and then he gets super mad for no reason and they try to do, like, kind of like the sequence back in the day. They try to make him cool. Right? And- Yo. He's not, because he how looks does, hella stupid. How does Nightcrawler become white in the next films? <laughs> what? How does Nightcrawler become white in the next films? What next films? I mean, in X1, 2, and 3 that he, they're supposed to take over. He's not white. Alan Cumming is white. No. Yeah. I mean, in real life, you mean? Yeah. Oh, is he not white in the movies? No, he's blue, dude. They put him in blue face? Yes, the whole time. No, what I'm saying, this dude's, like, very clearly, like, not, like, American, like, or, or that's English. Not your, that's not even the problem. The problem is the fact that they've already met him back in the 80s, but then they re-meet him back in 2002? And he's a new race. <laughs> I don't understand this race thing. He's blue. Yeah, but he's, like, very clearly, like, let me look up the guy really quick. Okay, he's barely clearly, like, like Indian. Uh, yeah, sure, but what uh, what does that matter? You're talking about blue here. <laughs> I blue like, with hoof hands. I like this argument we're having. Like, you're, like, always oh, very clearly a different race. He's very clearly fucking blue. Also, my favorite part of, about what you just said about the hands is those hands look like shit. <laughs> oh my god, he's not Indian. It's this kid, <laughs> Cody Smith McPhee. Damn, now I'm who's racist. the racist? You blue bitch racist bitch. Oh my god, it's Norman from Paranorman. Jeez, man. I apologize. Yeah, you better. Why did I think he was? Is it because he talks with an accent? Uh, th- that, I think it's part of it. He also has some really curly hair. <laughs> I, I don't know. Take the racism from me, Jonathan. You're welcome. <laughs> Let it flow through you. <laughs> Bitch. Strike yourself down. <laughs> Say the word, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, I see that your racism has become a diode with other people's racism. Join the alt-right. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so. Damn. Um, They crumble the train on her, and then... Uh, uh, okay, she gets booped outside. Okay, hold on. Yes, um, you you raised your hand. I did raise my (laughs) hand because one of the coolest scenes that then, uh, Spider-Man, uh, also did, Far From Home also did, was like, let's put somebody in front of a train and run them over. Yeah, that was cool. They boof her out. 
Yeah. In front of the train. Yeah. So, yeah, Nightcrawler's fighting a bunch of people, and then the last person that he... It's not her. Oh, that's right. It's a regular It's guy. just a regular person, but, like, the last person out. he fights, he just hugs him and then jumps him, like, ahead into the train. And I think, like, to... But it's not explained properly, and that's where you have questions, is when you were like, oh, he needs to see it in order yeah, to boof there. Yeah, how did he see that? I think there is a sense of spatial awareness within a certain, like... 500 meters of him like that is something from the comics but it needed to be explained hey, guess what i know what the fucking inside of a space shuttle looks like to a spatial awareness sense i, I could boof in there and out yeah <laughs> but not if it's spinning <laughs> i can't understand a spinning thing ah, now i'm just space shuttle one time a child died on the teacups at Disneyland because I couldn't boof in. <laughs> <laughs> he just spun out of control. So um, they crumbled a train on top of Jessica Chastain. Yeah. And, to which... Um, uh, but, but I have a problem with this because, like, I'm sorry. You mean because everyone ends up in bubbles? Not that part. <laughs> no, before that, before she's crushed, like, uh, from from Jean, is that... Uh, Magneto crushes one of the train cars separately, but somehow the train is just still going? Well, it is the last car. But still, it would just drag it and just derail the train. How is this train not derailed throughout this entire movie? Or just how is this train not stopped already? Being like, um, emergency stop this shit. Stuff's going on back there. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then, listen, if you thought the bubbles was the stupidest thing you're gonna see in 30 seconds... Well, she doesn't like, like, the Invisible Woman bubbles. Yeah, but if you thought that was the dumbest shit, just wait till I introduce you to Flying Train. Okay. Because that's what happens. Yeah, I know. The train flies. Mm -hmm. Softly. And then crashes pretty softly. <sighs> but most of it explodes. Yeah. And then we get the most uninspired final fight, to which she's finally like, I have powers, and boofs everyone, and then... Stop saying boof if it's not now the boof thing. Now you're just saying boof to say boof. It's just stuck in my head. <laughs> Alright, she foobs everyone. No, she what? she starts Thanos dusting everyone. Yeah, everybody's like, Gene, stop! Like, you you can't you can't like go supernova with us all here, dumbass. Don't go Super Saiyan. Yeah, <laughs> stop doing that to people. I, I, we have had at least five accident related deaths due to your screaming of Super Saiyan. So she grabs the final alien. Yeah, and takes her up to space, and then supernovas her, and 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 there's movie. a really stupid fucking image of a of a fat of phoenix in the sky. Oh, of course, when she does it, we knew we were going to see that. And then they rename the school Jean Grey School for Gifted Children. Yeah, no, the fuck they didn't. <laughs> that does happen in the comics, but like, who cares? You know. Uh, so yeah, at this point, then we get. The end scene from Dark Knight Rises. You get this. Boom, boom. I say, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I say, ooh, 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 This is a breakfast club thing? Yeah. <laughs> Why breakfast club? Because it's just like showing everyone happy in the school now. Yeah. It's like, don't you. Oh, I thought, because I thought we were talking about the end scene. No beast is the teacher. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and all the kids are happy, including the frog kid. <laughs> Cyclops. Is still a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and Storm is teaching science class. 
<laughs> and then in the sky, a fucking stupid phoenix. <laughs> Thank God this series is over. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I mean, uh, <laughs> this is everything Disney could have hoped for this movie to be. You know, I that's do. why this movie makes me so mad. Because that's why it makes you mad. Well, one of the reasons because it's everything Disney wanted it to be. They released it knowing it was going to flop. I mean, yeah, they but it's not their fault. No, they... no, 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 no. But no, I'm not saying it's their fault. I'm saying they did it on purpose. They released it knowing it was going to be a flop because what that does is now public opinion of this whole thing wrapped up is it was terrible. The last two were horrible mm-hmm. and have tainted this entire franchise now to the point where give it. Five to ten years, Disney's rebooting it. Sure. So I have some some information. So Uh during a podcast, the uh, director, Simon Kinberg, took responsibility for the movie's negative critical reception. I did read about that. Okay. Stating that he was to blame for the fact that the audiences could not connect with the film. However, he pointed mostly at Disney for the film's commercial failure, stating that it was the decision to release it just weeks after Avengers Endgame. Furthermore, in the wake of the Disney-Fox merger, layoffs in the Fox marketing team led to serious delays in advertisement. When Disney finally took over marketing duties, only two months of advertisement remained before the release, when ten months would be standard. Okay, just gonna call it now, slight bullshit? Yeah, because because this movie was shelved for months. Also, though, like, it was, like, regardless whether you had ten months... Or you had two months, this is still, like, it's still garbage. Yeah, it's still bad. And also, calling slight bullshit on it's it. It's actually better than Apocalypse. <laughs> Oof. But, but, you know, again, calling bullshit because, dude, you're lucky that they even fucking released this. Yeah. Because it sounds like they weren't going to. Possibly. I think they always were going to. The New Mutants, that one's the one that I'm like, you don't have to. <laughs> New Mutants was supposed to come out in what, like 2017? The same time. They were, fa- they, they, uh. Okay, so 2018 then. This and Deadpool 2 actually wrapped the same day, and then I think New Mutants wrapped six months after. So it's just like, like dude, listen, I'm not, I'm, I'm not hailing Disney whatsoever, mm-hmm. but fuck, man, you're lucky that they actually released your movie. That's true. And like I said, yes, they released it the way that they did on purpose, because they just basically were handed perfect situation for them to redo the x-men but like man you can't blame the fact that they didn't market it on you the fact that you made a bad movie well here's another piece of trivia that like just further proves my point right about just being like um you put that much thought into that but not the rest of the movie is that at the end of the movie uh, like I said, we're seeing, we see Professor X and Magneto playing chess, right? They're in Paris. Oh, that's right. All right. And that's the end of the movie is the two of them playing chess, being like, haha, I'll, uh, play chess with you, old friend. And I'm like, dog, that guy's a mass murderer. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, like, I'll play with you, old friend. I'm like, you've, you've killed countless people, dude. Um, but either way, uh, the point I was making there is that, um, the, the cafe, the Parisian cafe that they are actually at is the set from Inception. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. But, um, it's named, uh, Le Vieux, uh, 
Copain. I knew there was something that had to right? do with this. Which means old buddies. So fucking right? dumb. And apparently it's located in the Rue de la Paix. I saw that too. Right? It's literally uh, named the Street of Peace. Yeah. Right? Sorry, I probably butchered that French. But, uh, Who cares? You know, but here, here, that's the point I'm making is like you thought of both of those two stupid fucking things that like I don't even know, but you couldn't think of a decent plot? No, because nobody fucking cared on this movie. They took their checks, they made what they wanted to make, and they left. Yeah. Also, um, the special team that captures the, uh, the mutants has MCU on their arm badge. Uh, and guess who snatched up all the mutants? Who? The MCU. God. <laughs> right? And you're just like, ah, funny, stupid joke. How about you write a fucking movie while you're at it? <laughs> Why don't you write a good script, dickhead? I can't write scripts, just inside jokes. <laughs> uh, uh, another one, according to actor Ty Sheridan, the original climax was set at the United Nations in New York City, right? Which kind of feels like that, that ending that should have been instead of the train sequence. The train sequence was like an add-on. Yeah. Right? So Cyclops and <clears throat> Professor X head to the UN to warn the American president that aliens have invaded Earth, right? But the UN guards turn out to be the Skrulls and attack them. Jean Grey comes down in the front of the UN and fights off the scrolls and then blasts back off into space. She says goodbye to Scott and Charles. The end of the movie. Right? That, movie, that ending sucks too. <laughs> yeah. uh, the movie had a different ending but was changed and reshot as writer and director Simon Kinberg felt the original ending had a lot of Captain America Civil War in it and that it didn't have the entire X family together and it telescoped down views of the characters, raw emotions, and pitted the X-Men against one another. In the original ending, Charles Xavier was sitting alone on a hill and reflects on what has happened and admits he was wrong and then he forgot who he was and that he started all of it and that he didn't see what was going to happen. He returns to the empty school and gets into a car and drives away. Roll credits. And, and then I also read in another ending, Dark Phoenix goes to the middle of New York and she blows up and she kills millions of people. But this allows public opinion to turn on her so she can return to her home on Mars that she made for herself. And then all the superheroes are okay to stop being superheroes. And then this one superhero is like, hey, I know what actually happened. And then he gets blown up in a shape that looks like his mask. Hmm. That's Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was elaborate. Thank you. Was that worth it for you? Yeah. Because I uh, yeah I forget that movie too. Damn, I do. That show's supposed to be good though. Yeah, whatever. It shows the book ending where it, it's an alien. <laughs> it shows the book ending where it's like, uh, we're not gonna make any more. Hey, that movie hung dong though. So, Jonathan, what? <laughs> what are you giving this? Oh, uh, Joel's three. Woof. Yeah, Jaws 3, because, like, you know what? At the end of the day, when I rewatched it, because I saw this in the theater. I forgot to mention that in the top of the hour of two hours ago. Damn. You wasted money. <laughs> no, I didn't, because it's, uh, it's the A-pass. It's the A-list, <laughs> you know? Like, I, I see three movies a, a week, you know? Like, I, have, I haven't done that in a while, and I miss it. Uh, Birds of Prey is out, and apparently Sonic the Hedgehog is somehow good, and, like, we're living in a weird fucking world. <laughs> to save myself from being beaten up, I am gonna say, uh, Birds of Prey is just okay. Oh, yeah? You've seen it? Okay. So, um, either way, 
Uh, yeah, Jaws 3, because like I said, it's not unwatchable. It's just a sludge fest. Like, it's just, it's just like, oh, God, this doesn't matter anymore because we're done with this universe. So, like, even if, even if there was something to invest in, you still feel like you're like, why am I watching this? You know, at least when you watched Apocalypse, you knew because they greenlit Dark Phoenix two weeks before Apocalypse even came out. You're like, I have something to look forward to. I, you know, I have something to watch again, even though it might kind of be shit. At least we're still in this, right? But Apocalypse set up a completely different movie, not this movie. Apocalypse set up Mr. Sinister. So you're like, what the hell is going on here? It doesn't even matter. You know, so but still, like I said, it's like a hangover movie for me. It's not abysmally unwatchable like Hellboy Jaws 3 I'm definitely giving this a Jaws 4 okay yeah um, this movie again a lot like uh, a lot like Hellboy is just d- no substance whatsoever welcome to 2019 I know I know and, and, and again it's another superhero movie we're doing where it's just like god all you were banking on was that people were gonna see your superhero movie and that's so fucking awful. Mm-hmm. It's boring. Nothing really is interesting in it. It's poorly written. There's like two people actually trying to give it their all throughout the whole movie. True. And everything that happens in it is so inconsequential and there's so many loose ends that this is just a Jaws 4 for me. It's fucking terrible. Okay. So, I mean, me saying what I said and gave it a 3, I still wouldn't recommend watching it. I wouldn't recommend this either. Don't bother. Yeah. Sorry. Damn, yeah. it's a weird bell curve on how the the quality of the of the uh, uh, X Men movies like decreases so quick. Well, it, it peaks at the second and yeah. never gets back to that peak. No, it's like a weird sine wave. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> <"Whoa, what?" laughs> you like Logan. <laughs> Everyone likes Logan, right? Yeah, public opinion's better now, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so that's what we thought, but there's still a couple people we need to hear from, Tyler. What did Carly think? Uh, Carly got to watch the last half of this film, but I'm sure she enjoyed what she was doing uh, during the first half of this film Pooping. more than watching this movie. Yeah, <laughs> Carly had food poisoning during the this movie because I had to watch it between two days, and I know she had more fun doing that than watching this. Damn. But like I said, uh, she doesn't know who the X Men really are, so she just kept asking me who's pe- what people's powers were. Are they porn stars? She was like, "What <laughs> is Jean Grey's power?" And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> you do know. I don't. It's it's telekinesis and psych like psychometry so she's just professor x but she can walk no (laughs) no because professor x can't do telekinesis oh he can just read minds right yeah so so she's double what he is obviously (laughs) because she can walk Uh, (laughs) Ah, Loveless, if I was only half the man you are. (laughs) So, yeah, obviously Carly did not like this movie. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know what? There are a bunch of people that did like this movie. And uh, those people, we say, hey, give me five. These are five and ten star reviews pulled from IMDb and Amazon. I don't know what they are. Tyler always finds them. Here we go. The first one is written by... I'm Israe 2002. Sure. Uh, titled, Do Not Believe the Bad Reviews. It doesn't deserve a 10, but I'd say a solid 7.5. <laughs> 
and I'm a hard marker. What do people want, after all? This was a good story, very well told. Not all the predictable, either. Though, I'm very too good at that. There are reasons, except for the very end, that Game of Thrones was as good as it was. This installment has many of those qualities. That's all I want to say since I hate spoilers. <laughs> all I know is that I really hate when I miss a movie, in 4DX especially, because a bunch of kids can't tell what a good movie is. Maybe it wasn't as good as the comic book. 10 out of 10 stars, 3 out of 16 found this review helpful. My brain just broke again. Thank you. <laughs> I like asshole. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't choose that one because it's a brain breaker. It's again one of my favorite reviews. Ten stars. I would give it a seven point five. Always. <laughs> it's just people trying to boost the reviews for the movie. Yeah. Um. Next one's written by Anton Popsicle. <laughs> uh, titled "Rating Sabotage." Don't understand the low rating. This is better than Endgame. 10 out of 10, 4 out of 8 found this review helpful. What? <laughs> better than Endgame? You gotta read this next one in a little okay. kid voice. Okay. This one's written by Eris Charlie. Titled, The Sixth Best X-Men Movie. Is that good? Is that what you want? I mean, you could read the comment, but the titles in the kid voice is fine, too. Go for it. Well, what do you want? What, is no, that the get, voice you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like okay, it. okay. I love the scene when Charles enters into the mind of Jean, a.k.a. Dark Phoenix. That was so cool. And when all the X-Men team fight versus the aliens, one out of three hadn't found this <laughs> realm. This truly was the sixth best X-Men movie. <laughs> All right, I liked when gentlemen. the X-Men fought the aliens. <laughs> it was super cool. Oh. Oh, thanks, Moose. This month um, is going to so, break us. Yeah. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, that was Dark Phoenix. If you liked it, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Tyler, take us away, sir. All right. Yeah, like us, rate, review, share, let people know about this show. Um, you can find uh, us on all of our social medias, at Bombs Away Show. Give us a follow, send us a message, tag us and stuff. That's one of the easiest and best ways to get a hold of us. We are always looking at those messages on there. Also, don't forget, February 29th, that's a Saturday. 7 p.m. We are doing our next live show here at the Frida Cinema. It's going to be a hoot and a holler and a half. Space Jam, the classic Wayne Knight film. Um, we are super excited to do it. It's also Jonathan's big bash, birthday bash. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So be there, be square. Tickets are available. Be um, there and be square. Be a complete fucking square. <laughs> be whatever shape you want to be. <laughs> um, Tickets will be available at the show as well for $15, or you can snag those up so you can guarantee that you're going to be able to see it online mm -hmm. through our link tree, linktr.ee slash bombsawayshow. Just go ahead and click that tickets, and that's where you can find tickets to the show. You can also find through that link our social medias, our t-shirts, everything else. We also have a website, bombsawayshow.com. They'll take you currently to all of our podcast episodes. Um... 
Did I miss anything? No, nah, I think you're good. Just to remind people, just because it's coming so quickly uh, for oh. next month. Yes. Next month's live show. I know we typically announce them at the live show, but it is actually about two weeks after. Exactly two weeks after, actually. Uh, so that is Friday, March 13th. Friday the 13th. We are doing Friday the 13th, part five. A new beginning. A new beginning. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, they're finally getting bad. Yeah. So it's it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Only five more till Jason X. For sure. So <laughs> Good way to do math there, bro. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so uh thank you so much for joining us. That's a reminder on that one though, guys, that's gonna be an eight o'clock showing. That's an eight o'clock on Friday, not our typical seven o'clock Saturday show. Okay? Yeah, Friday, eight o'clock. Be yep. there. B square as well. If you want to be, if you want to be, yeah. or B circle. Yeah, you know, we're all about gender fluidity. So we're not a we're not a shape discriminator. No, not at all. But if you show up as a dohecrodon, I'm turning you around at the door. Yeah, it's a bit weird. And don't be that pig man from Hellboy last week. <laughs> That's just weird. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us again on Bombs Away. Hell yeah! I'm Tyler and I'm Jonathan. There was no quotable line from this movie. Phoenix out. been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.